Hi, I'm Melissa Nash from Checkmark Collections. I've built a business out of collecting bad debt for good companies. If you're a good company with some bad paying customers, call us. We can help you get paid. No collection, no fees. The collections business is growing fast and Checkmark is looking for new franchisees. Visit CheckmarkCollections.com to find out more about collection services and franchise opportunities. You have questions. He's got answers. It's Brian Mudd's Q&A of the day. News Radio 1290 WJNO. Yeah, today's Q&A, are South Florida's ocean temps hotter than usual? This is brought to you by... Melissa Nash's Checkmark Collections. Each day, I feature a listener question that is sent by one of these methods. You may email me, Mud at iHeartMedia.com. Hit me up on social at Mud Radio. Use the iHeartRadio talkback feature. Just go to WJNO inside of the iHeartRadio app. Tap on the microphone button, and you may lay down your message right there, perhaps for a future Q&A. Today's note is this one. At Brian Mud Radio, I keep coming across stories talking about how the hot ocean, how hot the ocean is around Florida, but I haven't seen anything for this area. I'm not noticing a difference. Can you look into this? Yeah, the uh, reason you're likely to have come across this story multiple times and potentially in multiple places is due to an AP story from Monday entitled Florida in Hot Water as Ocean Temperatures Rise Along with the Humidity. Now, it's common for local news organizations to have content sharing agreements with the Associated Press in place. As a result, when the AP publishes stories, especially when they're about Florida, they often automatically populate the websites of the local news organizations that have those agreements in place. And this story in particular starts with a rather sensational intro, which led to additional coverage by some news reporters. That included the Washington Post, which produced their own story headline, Florida Ocean Temperatures at Downright Shocking Levels Amid Heat Wave. All right, so talking about the story uh, that really kind of kicked this whole thing off this week, the AP story, here is a a quote uh, from their story that, that got the ball rolling. Record global ocean heating has invaded Florida with a vengeance. Water temperatures in the mid-90s are threatening delicate coral reefs, depriving swimmers of cooling dips, and adding a bit more ick to the Sunshine State's already oppressive summer weather. Forecasters are warning of temperatures that with humidity will feel like 110 degrees by next week's end. If that's not enough, Florida is about to get a dose of dust from Africa's Saharan Desert that's likely to hurt air quality. Okay, now, all that is true, aside from the opinions expressed anyway. I, for one, love South Florida summers. I understand that some may not, but I do. Yeah, you know, it gets extraordinarily hot at times, but I take the things I enjoy along with that, and I think it's uh, I think it's a good thing in the end. But anyway, it's a, a to-each-their-own thing. But yeah, I mean, right down to what they're talking about with the Saharan dust cloud. We know we we got our first in South Florida on Monday. There is more on the way today. And it's also all of this on the back of the hottest recorded week of global temperatures last week, which only adds to the sensational aspects of the storytelling, which you can tell they kind of went out of their way to elaborate and make things sound a little bit sensational. But as is often the case, context is key, and it's a key 
that is probably a bit lacking in the story, given that it came with a headline as all-encompassing as implying that the entire state of Florida is in hot water. You know, the, the story largely focuses on the Gulf's temps and specifically the lower keys where water temperatures have recently been monitored to be four to five degrees warmer than usual for July, which is a big deal, especially in the context of the area's coral reefs, as were cited in the story. Florida's reefs around the keys, they are at serious risk for coral bleaching occurring this summer, which would kill the reefs and along with them, much of the life that is fostered by them. Uh, it's a, a really big deal that is often under-discussed uh, in, in terms of ocean health. But nevertheless, what this has all been driven by is what's been known as the heat dome. You might have heard of this so-called heat dome if you kind of paid attention to like some of the national weather forecasting. It, it's been a mostly stagnant pocket of hot air, which sat over Texas and Mexico for weeks and has recently kind of like lurched across the Gulf warming waters along the way. It's also interconnected with our changing weather patterns from La Nina earlier this year to El Nino right now. Ordinarily, El Nino brings cooler water temperatures along with it, which could help cool the waters around Florida over time. However, the immediate swing from a La Nina pattern, which raises water temperatures straight into El Nino, just as temperatures were rising this year, hasn't provided an opportunity for that effect yet. But what's happening in southwest Florida isn't nearly the same as what's happening in southeast Florida. So NOAA has various weather observation points which are monitored across the state. The most central to the Palm Beaches is on the Lake Worth Beach Pier. Since water temperature observations first began in 1981, the lowest water temperature monitored on July 11th was 83 degrees, with the highest being 86 degrees. The historic average on that date has been 85 Yesterday, the water temp was 86, so matching the high end of the range, but only one degree higher than usual, which would likely explain why you really haven't noticed a difference, the listener who submitted today's note. We are seeing temperatures at the high end of our range for this time this year, but we've not yet experienced anything out of the ordinary. And on that note and related, we have had one day recently with a record high temperature, air temperature, that was last Thursday, during that record-setting week worldwide when West Palm Beach clocked in with a high of 97. That was the highest temp ever recorded on July 6th. But thankfully, that hasn't been sustained. There are talks that, hey, we could hit more record highs before the week's up. We shall see. Uh, but yeah, we've yet to record any high water temperatures on our coast. Hopefully, we won't anytime soon. In the meantime, enjoy the water. I will, too. And Joel, uh, unbearable walk to the car this afternoon, heading home. Ugh. Yeah, so the only water that he will enjoy will be in his shower.